Well, welcome along, everybody. It's uh, it's Tuesday. I'm with you here on a Tuesday today. Um, <laughs> for those of you that I don't know, my name is Nikki Coyne. This is our weekly TR well, our weekly TR90 calls that go on from Monday to Friday at 9:40 for 15 minutes, just to support you on your TR90 journey, um, to help give you some tips and tricks, help with mindset, um, and really help you maximise the TR90 program. So hopefully you've already started and you're familiar with your products. I'm going to talk a little bit today about carb cycling. So last week we talked a, a bit about macros um, and we were talking about how many proteins, fats and carbohydrates and how we can work that in with, uh, with TR90. And all this is, is just a, a, I don't want to say a safer way, but it's a, it's a better way to track your food consumption than counting calories. Because calories, you can manipulate calories to fit within your 1,800, 2,000, whatever it might be. And you don't need necessarily make the best choices. Um, so when we're looking at TR90, we're looking at whole food nutrition. So we're looking at eating good whole foods that um, come from the ground, that aren't too processed, aren't too packaged, that we can then pair with our gene expression science when we look at the shakes and the supplements that we take. So it's about teaching um, people healthy lifestyles because shakes we can continue to have even when we're not on the TR90 program. And maybe you're just having a scoop of protein boost in there and you're mixing up a lovely shape that's got avocados in there and all sorts of lovely whole foods that you've learned on the TR90 program that you can make a really nice shake with. So those are the, uh, the guiding principles is that we're going to help you make better choices more often. And using the supplementation and the TR90 program, we're going to help you create a healthier lifestyle that will continue on even when you finish TR90. So as I said, I want to talk about carb cycling because it's something that's quite um, big at the moment. You might hear it a lot and not actually understand what it is. And then even if you begin to understand what it is, does it fit in with the TR90 program? And absolutely, yes, it does. So carb cycling is the, the science, because it is a science, around having days where you're having a lower carbohydrate diet as opposed to a normal diet when it comes to macros. There will be two days a week, say, um, that you choose that these are going to be your lower carb days. Um, and during those two days, you're going to do what we call steady state exercise, or you can do some HIIT training. And I talked about this a few weeks ago. Um, and the reason that carb cycling works so well with an exercise program like that is that when it's planned correctly, you will begin to deplete what we call glycogen stores. And glycogen is a fuel that our body likes, to, is, a, um, is a product that our body likes to use as a fuel, which is great because if we're eating carbohydrates, we've got lots of glycogen lying around. So whenever we need to exert ourselves or do our workouts or just add our physical activity into our day, those glycogen stores are there, so the body just gobbles them up and then that's fantastic. It is, but what... It hasn't done, and what we want to try and focus on, it hasn't actually gone into any of your fat stores to start using that fat as fuel. So if we take away or we reduce the amount of glycogen stores, 
then we exercise on top of that. Now the body is going to go into our fat stores and it's going to start taking the fuel from there. And that's what we want to happen, potentially. We're not talking about losing weight. We're talking about changing your body composition. So again, with TR90, we're looking at increasing the amount of lean muscle mass and decreasing the amount of body fat. So calf cycling can work really, really well with that. So what would it look like when you do this? Because you don't just stop eating carbs, because that can be really harmful to a number of things. One, your thyroid function, and two, um, insulin as well. But conversely, it can be very beneficial when we do begin to cycle our carbs. So it would look like we're going to increase the amount of fat. Now, most people are like, oh, no, I, I can't eat fat. You know, fat's bad. And it's not. Fat is very good. That's the fuel that our body likes to use. Um, and that's the fuel that we burn really, really nicely as well. There's no byproduct when we burn fat. When we burn carbohydrate, we get little bits of byproduct that then have to be taken away and um, processed by the liver. Um, but whereas fat is a clean fuel. So our body wants to use those. We've just got to teach it how. And by ingesting, consuming more fat, it means that the body thinks, wow, okay, we've got lots of fat stores here that we're going to start burning. Um, and, uh, and it has a really beneficial effect on lots of systems in the body, including thyroid function. So we're going to talk a little bit about what it would look like if you were to do this. So your, your diet necessarily doesn't change massively on these days. Your calories certainly wouldn't change if you were looking at you know, the food consumed so you're not going to get hungry. What you're going to do is start replacing. I'm going to give you an example. So a really good um, bowl that you can have in the morning when you're in your carb cycling and you're on a low carb day. And I'm suggesting two back to back. Um, so a lovely breakfast, one of my favorites, is two boiled eggs, half an avocado um, on a bed of spinach. Yeah? And that would be my breakfast that I would have probably at about 12 o'clock. And we've talked about the intermittent fasting and the health benefits around that. Closing the window, um, your food window, so it's smaller, so the body gets to digest and process all those foods. We have a 16-hour fast, um, which gives the digestive system a rest, which boosts the immune system. Um, and then you break your fast when you're on a low-carb day with something delicious like that. So I'd say a couple of boiled eggs, half an avocado and spinach, and even olive oil on the spinach. Um, then for your lunch, if you wanted to have your shake then, you could have your shake. Um, and then, as I said, you've got, with, with TR90, we've got our three to one approach. So we've got three snacks, two shakes, and one meal. So the, um, the break, the eggs that I was just talking about there, that, would, that could be a snack, quite easily be a snack. Um, then you would have your shake for lunch. Um, then you could have a snack in the afternoon. And then last thing at night, um, you can choose what you're going to do there. You could either have another salad that would be another snack, or you could put your shake in there. Some people don't, um, it doesn't sit well with them if, you're, if your main meal of the day that you've been used to is going to be a shake, especially if you've got family around. Um, then you're going to probably want to sit down and it becomes a social thing. So I'm going to say, suggest that's your main meal. So what might that look like? 
um, you could do something like a burrito bowl. Um, and instead of doing rice, you can do cauliflower rice, which is amazing. Um, so you just cut your cauliflower in half, break it up, the florets in half, put it in your food processor, and it chops it up like rice. Put that in the bottom. Um, then again, you can have avocados in there. You can have some salmon, so that's a nice oily fish. Lots of coriander, lots of veggies. That would be a lovely um, low-carb meal to have uh, on those days when you are doing low-carb. Um, but you can see how you could manipulate it to fit in with TR90. And our shakes, as we've said, um, you don't have to have them just as shakes. You can use those, that protein in some lovely recipes. One of the recipes that I love to do, and this would be on a regular macro day, this wouldn't be on a low-carb day, is to make the overnight oats. And I'm sure lots of people have done those. But you can do overnight oats with our protein powder. It's nicer with vanilla or chocolate, I'll be honest. Protein boost doesn't go so nicely. Um, but you can definitely do it with the vanilla or chocolate protein powder. And it's oats, such as, I can't remember. I think for two people, it's one cup of oats. Yes, it is. For two people, it's one cup of oats. And then you can use your almond milk. Um, and Or you could use water, up to you. Uh, then you can put some chia seeds in, some flax in. Um, my friend of mine, who we've had on here before, Tosca, who is known as the Eat Clean Queen, um, she says overnight oats should be left on the counter because the whole idea is that we're getting a little bit of fermentation in there, and that's why they're so good for our tummies. So you don't need to put them in the fridge. Keep them out on the counter. Um, and then you can top it with a little bit of yogurt and some fresh berries. Uh, but that's, how, that's just one example of how you can use our protein powder in a food rather than just drinking it as, uh, as a shake. And there are a couple of more things that you can do with those. So those are some great ways that we can begin to um, look at that carb cycling. And there's lots of information about it out there that you could, uh, you could take a look at. And then on your regular days, you just go back into your TR90 um, routine. You can make sure that you, in, you include lots of whole foods again. And on these two low-carb days, the exercises that I want you to think about doing, if you enjoy HIIT, you can by all means do HIIT, which is the high-intensity interval training. But you don't need to to take advantage of um, carb cycling. You can actually do steady state. So going out for a nice long walk. And so I'm talking half an hour to an hour. Um, preferably when you're in that fasted state. So before you've broken your fast, go out for that nice walk because that's you depleting those glycogen stores. Yeah, so then when we have our break in our fast, whether it's a smoothie with avocado and all sorts of lovely in, loveliness in there, a TR91, or if you choose to have something like I've just said, I like to have a bowl with, um, with eggs, etc. in mine, then because you've done your steady state exercise, you're already fasted. So you're in that state now where you're putting fat into the body and the body's like, whoa, this is great. So it starts fat burning. And then during the day, it, starts, it continues fat burning. It never flips that switch to glycogen. So you're going to be burning fat for those 48 hours of your, um, of your intermittent fasting and your carb cycling. So that's the theory behind it. As I said, there are lots of health benefits that are being linked to it. I've got some information up here I was just going to have a little look at. Um, yeah, so let me just read you some of this. I've just had a little bit of research on here before I came in. 
Carb cycling allows for planning high-carb days that increase your thyroid output and help you control hunger. Yeah, see, that's another thing with eating more fat is you don't get hungry. Because you are cycling your carbs, you will also have low-carb days that offset your high-carb days. With this type of cycle, you will continue to see fat loss, increased energy levels, and improvements in overall body composition. Carb cycling can also improve insulin levels, helping you store less fat. When paired with intermittent fasting and effective workouts, carb cycling can help you break through those dreaded plateaus so you can truly look and feel your very best. So it's sort of like that three-pronged approach. And I've talked about these three things over the last couple of weeks. So it is that intermittent fasting. Um, and you start getting health benefits from that from the first couple of days. But by 45 days, I might talk about this next week, I saw some amazing research on how your body is beginning to heal itself. Um, so that's your intermittent fasting, which means your last meal is about 8 o'clock at night. And then your next meal, your break in your fast, is roughly about 12 o'clock um, the next day. Obviously, you're drinking lots and lots of water. But if you can do your workout in that, um, in that time as well, now, as we've said, you're working on those either stored glycogen stores, if it's a regular macro day, or you're uh, working on fat stores if it's in your, uh, your low-carb day. But intermittent fasting, that's carb cycling that I was, uh, I was talking about there, and tracking your macros rather than calories. Um, and I did give you the percentages last week, and I haven't got them written down, have I? Did I put them on here? Oh, yes, I have. Look at that. So if we're looking at macros, and we talked about the MyFitnessPal is a great tool to use, um, and you can, you can track by macros. So you're looking for 45% carbohydrates, 25% protein, and then 30% fat. So what I will do um, for next week is I will get... Um, the, some more information on the carb cycling for you so that we can program for those of you, you that use my fitness pal we can program that um, so that I can show you how to work with that but uh, I'll do that with you next week and that's everything I wanted you to get in there today so you're doing a fantastic job um, with everything that's going on you've still got control over this area of our lives so that's the good thing we have control over this so make those good choices get that exercise in and, you know, try the intermittent fasting, try some carb cycling and see how it feels to you. But I'm going to make sure, I think we're all unmuted anyway, see if anybody's got any questions or comments. Anybody got anything they'd like to add? No questions, but definitely a comment. Mm. <laughs> you know me. I didn't know it, but I live by intermittent fasting yeah. and I have for years. Mm. Uh, I take my supplements when I get up in the morning. And then I don't eat anything until noon, and I make I just automatically make sure that I try and finish eating by eight. Yeah. It it does it makes a difference. My my muscle, you know, and and with that steady exercise, my muscles are like up to thirty one percent. I'm yeah. really really pleased, and it's That's I just fantastic, Dorcas. And you're right, it's natural. It's a natural thing to do because. Going back, you know, millions of years, we wouldn't eat when it was dark. So we'd go to bed when it got dark, and then we'd be up in the morning, you know, hunting, gathering, and probably eat again about lunchtime. So it does make sense. It's, it's what we call distracted eating that people do now. 
which is they put the TV on and then they start eating and they're not hungry. It's just a habit yeah. thing. And then, you know, you wake up in the morning on your way to work, you stop at Timmy's or you do a drive through and you've got a bagel. You're not even really hungry. So it's just bringing awareness back to our eating patterns. And I think just learning to appreciate food a little bit more as well, rather than all this distracted eating. Nikki, I have a quick I agree, question. I agree. And at night, if I'm if I start to get one of those little creepy, I need to eat. <laughs> I always okay. Well, we can always have a have a cup of tea that's or my glass of water, <laughs> and it's you know that's a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah, mine is a cup of tea. I'll go and get a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, lovely to see you, Victoria. You've got your camera on. Yay. <laughs> Nikki, I have a quick really question. We're really happy to see oh, you. We haven't got any volume. Hold on. I'm going, to turn it. I'm going to unmute you. Now we can hear you. Uh, the only thing that I have a problem with is I could not take my vitamins and not eat after because yeah, no. I could stick to my stomach. I mean, I've literally thrown up the vitamins if I don't eat with them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that some people are very uh, very sensitive. So, yes, to have them with your first um, meal at 12 <clears throat> and then your last meal at 8. You have a question here, That's too. Great. You all, we all find the pattern that works for us. Yes, we do. But when I hear what I'm doing and then you talk about what I'm doing naturally, it really makes me pleased. Yes. It's well done. Yeah, listening to good the information. body talkers. It's good. A great affirmation as to what I'm doing, and it explains why it's working. Yeah. Okay. Nikki, can you All hear right. me? I, I like metacognition. <laughs> I like thinking about thinking. For some reason, thinking I'm going to drop thinking. a note afterwards, I think. <laughs> okay, everybody, have a fantastic week. It's been my pleasure to be here with you, and I will see you all next week. Question. Thank you so much. It was a good call. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure. Bye, ladies. And Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks, Brian. Somebody, listen. I think it was on Zoom, and so they couldn't hear the question on the phone. Oh, okay. But thank it you, should, Brian, for trying. It should work. I, I've played with Zoom before, just doing audio. It should work. We'll see what we can do. Okay, sounds good. I'll keep my question. I have a really good one. So thank you so much for helping. No problem. Bye. Okay, bye.